Rock On with Hollywood every Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bring your 420 and sit your ass back or pump pass and have a good time with Hollywood. As defined in the American Heritage Dictionary, second college edition, the noun rock is defined as a relatively hard, naturally occurring material of mineral origin, a naturally formed mineral matter. That's not rock. Play with the devil, die with the devil. Now, back to good, wholesome, politically correct entertainment. Listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio right on your smartphone by downloading the Xena app from Apple and Google Play Store. Add Motorcycle Madhouse Radio to your favorites and rock on all day long. Oh, yeah, baby! Rocking with Hollywood. It's Tuesday. I can't wait till tomorrow, hump day, knowing that we're almost to the end of the week. I really hate the start of the week, man. It seems like forever until you're able to get to the weekend, have some fun, blow off some steam, all that good stuff. So tomorrow is hump day. Also on uh, the YouTube channel at 8 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time, first Half of the Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem is over there. We'll be going over the case that had a deal with the Bagos and the Hells Angel deal out at the Golden Nuggets. Today is two for Tuesday, baby. And we're going to be doing some old school stuff right here, just like they used to do in the 80s, man. We're going to be playing back-to-back bands Two in a row and having some damn fun. How you guys doing over there in Discord? I am out here in the red light, baby. It's the red light district over here at the studio Hollywood. (laughs) Yes, I am uh, feeling good. Let's just say that. If you want to uh, go ahead and get a hold of me during the show, you can do so through the general chat uh, in Discord server, and uh, I'll shout you guys out and stuff like that. This is a fun show, man. This ain't the serious stuff. Well, maybe yesterday was, but it isn't right now today. Uh, You know what? I think I really uh, affected China Dow today with that Guinness Books of World Records uh, sexcapade deal. I think she's like shocking she's in trauma or something. Especially when I was talking about the, uh, you know, the 14 inch long, even though I know you women out there were like drooling all over yourselves just to hear that, 14 inches. Boy, oh boy, man. You know what? I, I would have to say that would probably get hard to get, uh, <laughs> no pun intended, it would be hard to get uh, laid, if you know what I mean, with something like that, man. You know, what does the dude, he reminds me of that deal. It was Sex in the City, and that broad from Madigan, uh, Madigan, uh, played that one hoary bitch. Uh, next thing you know, she gets with a guy that's very large, and says, you know, I can do this, I can do this, uh, how far are you in? Well, it's, on my t- it's only uh, the tip of it. And she says, yeah, this ain't going to work out. So even a hole like that can't get uh, taken 14 inches, man. You don't know who can. Uh, so, but damn, man, I feel for her, man. Uh, China Dow's probably right, man. It goes all the way down to his freaking uh, kneecap or some shit like that. Uh, so, 
Uh, Donna says, looks like I'm in hell. No, I'm not in hell. I'm in a peaceful place right now. Uh, just me, my radio, my Discord. Uh, I'm feeling good today, man. I See, I like doing the radio in the dark with just a light background and stuff instead of doing all that freaking, uh, you know, bright lights and shit. It actually gives for a better show because I'm at calm and all that good stuff. And uh, I'm okay with not having those tits i'm happy with size and no 14 is not what i want <laughs> we were talking about titties this morning too i guess the world record for the biggest titties like weigh 50 something odd pounds man how the hell do you even carry that on you I would have to say you want to get a breast reduction or some shit, man, because that would just be terrible on the back. That's like over 100 pounds of tits. You know, I don't know, man. Uh, shit, even if she was riding her old man and shit, the tits hitting them in the face and stuff, that couldn't be comfortable. You know, a lot of men say, I love big titties. Yeah, I like titties that I can control. I'm sorry, man. I don't know about you, but I like controlling the titties. I think that's why uh, it's a perfect deal with China now, because she has the smallest titties around, so I don't have to work so hard. She used to have some titties, you know, before she had that gastro bypass, and it seems like the first thing that always goes with gastro bypass with these women are their titties you know that ain't cool the men that are in the titties you know they get them shrunk and shit like that and, you know china dow had some tits you know i'd have to put them on the same level as donna man but it's gone yes she is the little titty t uh, committee uh, chairman i was actually over at her work earlier I had to drop her off some chili and stuff like that from Wendy's because my dog needed a cheeseburger. And I go over there and say, you better start fucking eating because, you know, I'm getting a little worried about China Dow. Not eating much and shit like that, losing weight. You can't be doing that on Hollywood. You know, you got to start eating and stuff. But anyway, I go to the window at Wendy's and I always have my dog with me. I always have my dog. You know, it's cool riding with her. She's my navigator. But if something goes wrong, I have her there to help me out. But every time I pull up, this bitch going crazy, my dog. And they all night. And then they open them damn windows. And it's like, oh, cute dog. Yeah, my cute dog's hungry. So get me my cheeseburgers. It's like they always take their time, man. They're slow as molasses. They're as bad as China down when they, she's trying to order from the menu, man. My son and me just... You, does that ever happen to you guys? Your old lady goes up to a drive-thru and it's... You know damn well you've been eating at the same damn freaking drive-thru restaurant for 20 years. You know what the hell they serve. But, the, you know, she'll sit there and look at the menu. Look at the menu. And it's like, are you going to fucking order already, man? Oh, I have to see what I want to eat. Okay, you've been coming here forever, and you don't know what the fuck you want to eat. Finally, when she decides that uh, she knows what she wants to eat, she goes and starts saying, Well, I need a cheeseburger. I need a double with cheese. It's like, dude, hurry up, man. We don't got all fucking day. You got 20 cars behind us. Still. And yes, can I have a chili extra crackers? 
and I need a taco salad. It, you know what? You just want a Decker. That's it. I don't know if you guys are ever gone through that shit, but she is slow as molasses. How many more freaking memes are going to put up in general, freaking Rubik? You're going to get China now pissed. <laughs> Taking them down. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I took it over there, got her uh, something to eat and stuff. And you guys got to tell her, start eating a sandwich, man. That's going to be a new thing for China now. Eat a sandwich. Eat a sandwich. So we're going to go in and uh, hit our first two songs today. Wait until we come back, man. This story I have for you. You know what? I've been telling people forever that this was going to happen, that we're going to see it in our lifetime, and it's now being tested out. Right and open in the public. Scary business, man. You know what? It's like them uh, deals in the 1950s when they imagine what it'd be like in the 2020s. Yeah, it's down them freaking lines, man. Scary stuff, man. And I'm concerned about motorcyclists on this one, man. But wait till you hear about it. We're going to go to one of my favorite songs by Men of War, Warriors of the World.
you hooligans helped the show out by donating to our cash app. Yeah, man! Keep the grass in stock! Dollar sign, motorcycle man. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Oh my god, everyone! China Doll has Autumn next to her. It's been a while since I uh, seen Autumn over there. I hope you're enjoying your new job, kiddo, and you got away from the drama land over by where she is in. You want to talk about hell, Donna? That is hell where she works. You know, I think Satan himself works as the store manager over there. Uh, hopefully, one of these days she'd get your, her ass out of that damn job and uh, get somewhere where she is happy but anyway before these songs broke out man i was talking about uh this deal and i was like holy shit because i'm always banging on mrf and stuff like that saying you know what why are you wasting your fucking time on this or that i stand corrected mrf and abate i stand corrected uh, when i'm wrong i'm wrong Domino's has announced it is teaming up with an autonomous vehicle company to offer customers in Houston contact-free delivery via robot. Um, driverless cars are changing the way pizza is delivered. Yeah, the job that used to fall on the shoulders of high school teenagers is now in the hands of these robopods. Mm -hmm. California-based company Neuro makes the self-driving cars. They partnered with Domino's for the futuristic food service. Customers can request Nero's cars as their method of delivery upon checkout. And then when the pod gets there, they have to enter a PIN number to access their pizza. It's rolling out in Houston hmm. this week as a trial. That's bigger than I, I guess, was expecting. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Houston, they are now rolling out a robot car, an autonomous vehicle. I, I'm sorry, MRF. I'm a dick. I'm a jackass. I'm an asshole. Uh, yeah, how does this affect motorcycles? Uh, it's going to affect them, man. You go, you got these. It looks like that damn thing. If you ever seen uh, Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger, he gets into that taxi with the dummy driving, and at the end of it, he tears its head off because it's pissing him off and shit. Uh, but anyway, it looks like that. Now, if they're testing a, a deal like that out, it's just a matter of time now that cars are going to be like that. Yeah, I know they're testing them and all that shit on the highways right now, especially Google. Um, uh, Tesla, I don't know if they have one that's autonomous. But the, all these billionaires with their play money, uh, you know, are out there trying to get this done. Which, I guess it's innovation, whatever. But I don't know if I'd be feeling safe in that shit or not man i don't know about that that's some scary business you know it's all closed in and i wonder if they're gonna do like a uh you know a whole 380 or 360 virtual view of the outside why it's closed off 
they got some really freaky stuff in the pipeline right now. Uh, like a deal out in California. It's always California, man. You notice that? Anyway, it's, I guess, a train system where they shoot you down a tube. And instead of taking uh, forever to get from San Diego all the way up north, it only takes like 20, 30 minutes. This thing's going like freaking big bre breakneck speeds and shit like that. I never thought I'd live to see that kind of stuff, but uh, as technology right now is starting to really gain steam, we're going to be seeing a lot of stuff we never thought we'd see. It is truly amazing, the kids of the 80s, what we're actually seeing now. And I know a lot of people is probably older than that, but the 80s is when... Uh, the Walkmans and all that shit, the Atari and all that stuff, uh, you know, the forerunners to what we are seeing today actually came out. Whew, never thought I'd see this in the year 2020, man. Uh, but it's developed by Neuro, and it's going to be delivering pizza to Houston customers in the Woodland Heights neighborhood who opt in to the autonomous delivery pilot program. The robot car, which received regulatory approval from the U.S. Department of Transportation last year. Oh, so the DOT approved it. You know, that's what's scary, man. These kind of things, I, it's kind of cool. It is. But at the same time, people are going to be losing jobs. And what I'm worried about is I do know for a fact that Tesla is trying to come up with an autonomous type of semi truck now I don't think they'd ever go to the length of trying to get rid of the truck driver because I wouldn't feel safe at all with 80,000 tons uh, you know being driven by a damn robot with nobody there to you know intercede if something goes wrong but once you start going after the truck drivers eventually if they do try that Give it 50 years, what are you going to need truck drivers for? That's one, that's a downside of something like this. Just like the assembly line, and I know Rubik's, uh, you know, deals with this because he works at Chrysler. But the robots and the paint line and all the different types of uh, stuff that they have put out a lot of freaking jobs. A lot of jobs were lost to them robots. And now you got it to where it's hidden the road? Serious stuff, man. You know, it is like sci-fi fantasy and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't know. And then, you know, as far as if you do replace a human with a robot, you got to get into, because you're going to get a lot of free labor at that point. Now, do you tax the, each robot? A lot of interesting stuff is going to be coming up uh, with this stuff. And, of course, you got the drones. Uh, you know what? Amazon is already testing them out. I'm just, you know what? And they also are starting to make uh, larger versions of the drones where you can actually ride them, motherfuckers. That looks cool anyway. Uh, but, you know, you're going to have drone delivery soon. You imagine you walk out your door, there's like a thousand drones in the air. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm not a tech guy. I don't know any of that shit. But all I know is it's going to make a life a lot different. Uh, you know, the life that I knew growing up is going to be totally foreign when it comes to my grandkids. 
I'm 48 now. You know, if I make it another 20 years, you know, God hoping, I'll be 68 years old. My youngest granddaughter will be 20 years old. She won't even know what I'm talking about when I talk about the 80s, where I'm going to say, you know what? It was actually, you know, the 80s were responsible for a lot of what you have now. And it is, because we had all kinds of different kind of shit that came out of that decade. But they're not going to be able to relate to it. I was talking to my daughter, and, you know, she got her master's degree. She got a real big, uh, huge accomplishment where one of the nation's uh, highest uh, doctors or PhDs, you'd have to ask uh, China Dow on that. I'll, remind me to bring that up to China Dow tomorrow. Real proud of her. Got a call from this guy. And I was like, wow. You know? But we were talking about this. And I guess a lot of people are looking for permanent online classes. Where you don't even have to go to school. Well, then my question becomes for us property tax owners. If you don't want them in school and you just want to do this online learning shit. Do I get a tax refund? You know, that's all I'm worried about right now. I need a tax refund on that shit then. But she says that's the wave of the future. And she's only 24 years old. Lots of life left in her, and she's gonna she's going into the educational system where she's gonna see a lot of modernization and all that kind of stuff. And to us, it's gonna be foreign. But I I just don't get if you try to go to an online type of deal. See, you know what uh, the Unabomber? I don't know if you guys ever you know remembered him or something. Uh, Ted Kaczynski. And when he was asked why he was bombing everything, he simply said, technology is very dangerous. It's going to change the way we live for not to better. And that's why he did it. Now, if you sit back and think about technology, what good has come out of it? Well, you get to stay in touch with your family, your friends. It makes a lot of stuff easier. It's given job opportunities to people like myself, yes. But at the same time, it has changed cultures everywhere. Everywhere from daily life to the biker lifestyle. It has changed it. Technology really has. If you don't believe technology hasn't affected the biker scene... I don't know what to tell you, man, because it has. And I'm actually going to be doing a first segment on Thursday, I think, where somebody asked me in an email, do you believe a one percenter club is legit if its history started off with cops? I sat back there and thought about that. You know, usually I'd be like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. But I sat back and thought, you know what? Iron Order is one of the most hated freaking clubs in the scene. They accepted cops. They uh, recruited over the internet. They mailed patches. 
So, if everybody don't like them, then why in the hell would anybody respect the 1% club that came from the same uh, type of deal and recruited actually the same way as they did? So I'm going to go more in depth into that because I think it's a, you know, a good, interesting uh, question. And it actually had me think. See, yeah, those are the questions I like is the ones that make me think. You know, I don't got much up, up there, but uh, what I do, I like using. Anyway, let's go to a back-to-back deal.
was caught in the middle by Dio. Now we're going on to Don't Talk to Strangers.
Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Today's music, yesterday's hits. Dance in my car, non-stop music. Boy, I love radio, but I love a good pee even more. Turn it up and piss somebody off. Shake a leg and zip it up. Oh my God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention! We came, we saw, we kicked it down! You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. You know what? I was, you know, chilling downstairs for a minute or two, letting the dogs out and stuff. You know, I like sitting on the back porch and smoking a cigarette, enjoying the freaking cool air. Actually, tonight right now is uh, perfect for freaking a bonfire. But anyway, I hear this knock on my door. Okay, and I was like, okay, whatever, man. I'm freaking on the back porch. I'm chilling with my freaking dog. Then my dogs start barking, and they're annoying as hell. Annoying as hell. So anyway, they knock and knock and knock, and I was like, okay, is this motherfucker going to go away, or what the fuck's going on here? Keeps it up. I was like, you know what, fuck this. I went to the door, and here's this dude asking me for a small donation for the local swimming pool. Now, China Dow will tell you that the pool's over there. It's a little shit thing, uh, but they want to charge you an arm and a leg, and here this motherfucker is over here Asking me for a donation. I said, okay, I got you, man. Let me go get my wallet. I went and get my wallet. And then I go put it back on the sink. By the sink. And I fill up a glass of water. And I go to him. Well, here's your donation. Here's some water, motherfucker. You guys charging up, don't you? This dude just looked at me like, what the fuck just happened? He asked for a donation. I gave him a donation. You don't come knocking at my door after you guys are charging all that kind of money for the people to use the pool. So anyway, yeah, I gave him a glass of water for a donation. Fuck him. Uh, you know, and then it was funny this morning. After we were going through all this sex talk and stuff like that. And it hit me. Relationships are like algebra, man. It really is. Have you ever looked at your ex and just asked Why? <laughs> it's just like algebra you know get it x and y it is what it is man uh but anyway um brotherhood and betrayal i kind of got a funny damn story for you guys and uh hopefully uh it kind of puts you in uh, the mindset of what you're going to be reading because i talk about Melrose Park in it, and I also talk about Elmwood Park. Actually, before I came out here, I was in Elmwood Park. Uh, Elmwood Park is across the street from the Chicago uh, line and shit. Uh, very, let's say, uh, Italian, Polish, and stuff like that. 
But anyway, Melrose Park, holy shit, you want to talk about dirty cops, man. Uh, but these cops work with the outfit and shit. Uh, they'd actually, uh, when you're playing dice games and stuff, you have to give them a kick and all that. And on top of your street tax, they cocksuckers. Uh, but anyway, this, you know, I check back at the neighborhood, see how it's going and shit like that. Well, today, the Chicago Sun-Times... A former Melrose Park cop was charged as part of a gambling investigation. Oh, yeah, they got their hands all over shit at, in Melrose Park. Uh, John, uh, uh, what is it, Amble, 33, is charged with running a legal sports bookmaking operation. He didn't keep it under the table, man. He's probably one of them guys that were flashing his shit around. And, you know, when you're using your job as a cop to try to hide the bullshit you're doing, it don't look good when you're going around flashing your shit. Uh, I guess it uh, stems from an investigation uh, that led to last week's sentencing of Gregory Pollyon. Huh, I know Greg. Anyway, uh, they have charged the ex Melrose Park police officer for his role in the gambling a uh, ring uh, by a bookie with mob ties who was sentenced. Uh, he reached earlier this year. Uh, he uh, resigned. I guess they knew it was coming. And he said he had no comment at all. Uh, they know the book operation was going as far back as 2012. Yeah, your information's wrong. But anyway, uh, his father is also a former police lieutenant. His uncle is a former uh, Melrose Park fire lieutenant who was convicted in a mob-related extortion case. Everything in Melrose Park goes hand-in-hand hand with the outfit, so you guys know. Uh, even uh, Ronald Serpico, holy shit, he's the mayor there. That dude has his hands out in everything. He's got his hands in everything, man. Uh, and they've had a lot of scandals, embarrassments for their police department. Uh, let's see here. He, he goes and says, this young kid, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, you do, Serpico, because you had your hands in that fucking operation. He says, I can't control people. I am responsible for the world. He always plays it out like he's the patsy man, Serpico. You gotta love that shit. Uh, and I'll give you a little more. Uh, in 2017, uh, Detective Greg Selvey was sentenced to prison for a drug uh, dealing scheme. That was a police detective. Uh, well, here's something you guys might have not have known. In 2013, a motorcycle club started by Melrose Park cops. Yes, there was a motorcycle club that was started by cops. They had to disband after a reporter discovered members were wearing patches pledging support for the outlaws. Yes, they were wearing support patches. Don't ask me why. Then the former police chief <laughs> was convicted in a racketeering and extortion scheme and sent him to prison. Uh, it runs deep in that neighborhood is what I can tell you. Uh, if you ever want a good cappuccino right there on 19th and Lake Street, you'd love it over there. You, you would. You'd love that shit. Uh, they got the best cappuccinos around, I can tell you that, and the best freaking Italian food. Uh, the feast ain't so good anymore. It's not so good as it, it used to be. Uh, you know, the Italian fest is what they used to call it. 
But I got a lot of that stuff in uh, Brotherhood and Betrayal that I talk about. And I really, you know, that's kind of where uh, I cut my teeth, uh, as you would say, uh, when I was younger. Right there on Lake Street and 19th, man. They called it Broadway. And then, of course, uh, Mannheim Road and all that bullshit. If you guys don't know what Mannheim Road is, I suggest you guys look that shit up. And you just see just exactly how it was. But, yeah, Melrose Park, I am not fucking surprised. It's them and Stone Park that usually get into the stupid shit. It's like they can never keep the shit quiet, man. And in Stone Park, I don't know why, because they got Mannheim is the strip there. You know, let the streets deal with the bullshit. You oversee, keep your shit off of fucking electronics, and you'll be fine. Uh, one story coming out of Stone Park I can give you, man. One of the mayors over there, he pissed somebody off or something. This bitch went into his office, dumped some gas on his ass, and lit his ass on fucking fire, man. They crazy from the neighborhood, man. You fucking piss them off, they're going to kill your ass somehow, man. They're going to kill your ass. Uh, but anyway, I had a cut, you know what? I wanted to read a couple funny, uh, sex stories for you guys. Cause you know what? You're all freaks and I notice you like sex a lot. So I got to talk about it, you know, as much as I can. I am now, uh, oh yeah. By we, before we forget, we got a pound, eat a sandwich, China Dow. pound, eat a sandwich, China Dow for me. So make sure you guys get on her for that shit. But here's a, an interesting story, and they named this the Body Slam. And I'm wondering if you guys ever, you know, ran into this problem. Uh, my ex and I were fooling around after having a, a few too many drinks. It sounds like uh, my sister-in-law, when she uh, came uh, home from the bar with China Dow, she, she fucking face-planted, man. Right on the porch, I was like, the next day I heard it, I was like, what kind of dumb shit is that? Uh, she just face planted her ass. I guess she had a little uh, too much to drink. Anyway, and uh, she stood up on the bed over me so she could sit on my face. What? Why would you want her to sit on your face, man? That's too much work. Uh, she technically succeeded but lost her balance in the process and fell onto my face like a hammer hitting a nail. It completely killed the mood for both of us, but we had a pretty good laugh about it afterwards. You imagine that you're looking up and you see that pink taco coming at your ass and next thing you know it hits you like a hammer and shit? It's bad enough. I want you guys to do a trick. I want you to grab your phones and... I want you to hold it down, okay, or have your uh, old lady do this, have it held down, China Dow did this, and have them look into the camera and have them take a picture, that's how they look when they're on top of you, it's not a good sight, it's kind of scary, it's a scary sight sometimes, do it guys, you'll see what I mean, <laughs> That was funny as hell, man. Uh, just sat on his face like it was nothing. <laughs> anyway, uh, the dirty laundry. One more. We both had our eyes closed and we're just going at it. I slid off the side of the mattress so my butt was still on the bed. But my torso and head were not. After a minute, I fell all the way off the mattress. And when I opened my eyes, I was entirely inside a laundry hamper. With just my legs sticking out. What? 
How the hell does that even happen? Are you shitting me? So this broad felt she must have been tiny, man, to fall into a laundry basket and shit like that. Holy crap, are you shitting me, man? Anyway, uh, we're going to go to uh, Dockin. We're going to just play one for you, and I'm going to come back and close out the show.
And that was Don't Close Your Eyes by Doc. And I'd say don't close your eyes unless you got a pink taco flying at you like a hammer and your face is the nail. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning over on YouTube and uh, right afterward with China Dow. I'm outie.